Geeks! Geeks! Geeks. Geeks. <laughs> oh, I know, I like to wait. I have to wait until someone's just halfway through supping. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Geeks, the world's number one entertainment podcast recorded in this room. Uh, this is episode 61. We've been on sabbatical for about a month, I guess. So to speak. Yeah, yeah we're going to call it sabbatical. Mm, okay. <laughs> Over the Christmas holidays, shit happens. Yes, we yeah. were shooting, yeah. everyone else on Christmas. It was shooting a film, not yeah. a movie. Not people. Not, yeah. not yet. Just for the clarity. Nearly, you know, nearly shooting yeah, people. Just for the clarity. <laughs> yeah, nearly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're back now. We've got four podcasts up this week. We have a Friday the 13th podcast that should be already up. Well, it is already up. Um, and we have a Movies of 2016 podcast and we have a Games of 2016 podcast talking through everything. Ah. Um, and some of our favorites and our lists are going up on our website, wearetessellate.com. Uh, but we'll talk more about that later. I'm your host, Al White. Joining me today is Tamro Shida straight from London. No, no, Tokyo, <laughs> Japan. Straight to London. Straight to London. Yeah. Well, she's straight from America via Tokyo to London. Yep. And who knows where next? Representing Japan for today. You are representing mm. the voice of Japan. Mm. We've got Japanese-centric news today. Yoroshikonaishimasu. There you go. Uh, and Chris. <laughs> Hello. Christopher Straver. Um, you can also hear on this week's Games of 2016 podcast. Thank yeah. you, Chris, for joining us. That was fun. How are you doing? It was fun? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, that's good. That's the aim. The <laughs> <laughs> no, tedium. Tedium's what we're going for. Um, so we're fucking back. We get to do a regular podcast, which is nice. We're going to talk about some news. Yeah. We're going to talk about some box office. And we are in London, just so that yeah. you know. Yeah. We're in London. So if you haven't heard the other podcast where we kind of update on this, uh, we're going to be back now every Tuesday again. Um, but the main podcast will now be run from London for a while, um, mm. for a few months. But there will be LA podcasts sprinkled in throughout, which will be the LA team. La, 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 exactly. La, la, la. The La La Land podcast, <laughs> uh, which will be Adrian and Alex and Nate and Justin and maybe oh. if Tamro's there. Oh, the usual. Yeah. All the usual clowns. Yeah. Cool. So they'll be doing that one. Uh, I'm going to be running the London one and I'll have a bunch of regular people. Tamara will be here every now and then. Chris will be mm -hmm. here every now and then. Uh, we actually have some new guests like Bruno and Louise are going to jump mm -hmm. jump in. Avon's oh, going to cool. jump in. Oh, He's wow. been on the podcast before. Um, Katie's going to do it sometimes. Allison's going to have her first podcast. Mm -hmm. so There's going to be a whole nice. new host that I'm going to be doing over here. I think I'll be in both London one and LA one at the same time. Are you just going to like coordinate your flights? You're always working. Yeah, simultaneously <laughs> I'll be like there. The one consistent. Yeah, exactly. I mean... You if think we, that there's only one Tamra, but you're mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> you just have one in each country. Yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. But not while you're so jet lagged. <laughs> you are yeah, pretty fucked right now. I, I am. How are you feeling? I slept whole day, whole night yesterday, so I, I'm kind of okay now. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. don't look it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so let's catch oh, people up shit. because uh, we talked a little bit on the other podcast, but not properly. This is our first proper podcast back, and for our regular listeners, proper podcast. for our regular two <laughs> listeners, <laughs> uh, hey Craig, uh, <laughs> we should update on where we've been. So you and I were making our first feature film together, like as producers and directors yes. and writers and stuff, uh, which is called Starfish, and that was fun and horrific at the same time. Yes. I think it's safe to say. Yes. <laughs> uh, we'll probably do something because we, we were doing a thing called the Starfish Diaries and we yes. had to give it up for a bunch of reasons, not just laziness. Yes. Uh, that was one of them. Yes. Also time. Yes. And also just legal reasons, to be honest. There were things that we weren't yes. really meant to be talking about. Yes. And it got to a point where it's like, well, what are we going to talk about if we can't talk about all these things? Yes. But I feel like we should do at some point yes. a Starfish Diaries where we kind of talk about our general feelings yes. of how it was to make our first movie. Yes. Without all the details, it might get us in trouble. 
but a good broad you know roundup i mean we ideally started doing the diary for the filmmakers to yeah. come to, to, to sort of learn from our mistakes they can s skip through the mistakes we made that's that, that was a point so yeah that's i think true. we should do it we yeah. made a lot of mistakes yeah so. exactly so <laughs> the, you, there's a lot for you to learn <laughs> some mistakes i don't think we i should talk about but no like, <laughs> no we'll definitely but there are plenty of mistakes we can share yeah i think there's some yeah some some good advice we can share now yeah. so we'll do one of those over the next couple of weeks mm -hmm. like um, don't write like snowy scenes yeah don't write snowy scenes yeah, a good one like and just don't make a movie that's a pretty good yeah, one yeah well. don't try to <laughs> shoot a snowy movie in december or november at ten and a half thousand feet. wait till like february or march you see my hands <laughs> look at this shit so this has been i've been putting moisturizing oh on it for a while so like and a little oh, burst veins okay. and stuff you can't really see uh we have a video you can go over to youtube type in we just are, to see we are our geeks. hands you can go on the video yeah you can't really see but they're all fucked up my feet are really fucked up but oh, it's just the changes in dryness and of air oh, really? and then altitude and it completely wow. screwed me over Oof. you look like a man who moisturizes i don't moisturize i don't <laughs> most of the time but I, I was moisturizing in colorado yeah you see that's smart i wasn't yeah that wasn't. Uh, yes i was barely i don't think it's a well, it was dry, but it's also like there was no liquid. So like, well, that's the thing. I was in like <laughs> woolen gloves yeah. and just hot, constantly wet feet and wet hands, mm. and it just really fucked me up. Yeah, like I had yeah. these, this finger, you can still see it, but it had like weird fucked up marks and like just was like scars on it for weeks okay. afterwards. Um, yeah, I nearly, I nearly lost my mind. <laughs> that's you, but we'll get yeah. to that on stuff. <laughs> yeah, wow, fun stuff. <laughs> We're here to talk about games. Mm -hmm. We're here to talk about movies. Uh, Chris. Mm -hmm. Uh, you talked a little bit, sorry, on the games podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for people who don't know you, you've been on a bunch of these. You very kindly join in when we're in the UK. And yep. you, of course, have your great channel over on YouTube. Yeah. Thank you. Do you want to pimp it quickly? Uh, Leaf Chris Drawing. It's a place to go if you want to see drawing in time lapse or if you want to learn more about how to draw. Uh, I post videos twice a week, usually. Yeah. And you're at like 220,000 subscribers now? Yeah, 216,000 today. Ooh. Oh, just like, okay, let's not round okay. up to 220. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually quite cool. It's some you. really cool stuff. I like it, yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you. Um, so thank you yeah. guys for joining in. Let's kick off the podcast like we do every week with Nate's Blowdown. Nope. <laughs> it's getting blowy. <laughs> uh, news time. So not much news. Beginning of the year. There's not much out there. Normally, we split it into video game and movie news. We're just going to squish them all together. Okay. We have... How many pieces do we have? We've got five pieces, but the fifth one's pretty long. All right. Because we've got to get into meat. Uh, and that'll be really the, the discussion of the podcast. Okay. Number one. After Rogue One, the tragic passing of Carrie Fisher, and then word that Princess Leia might have been meant to play a bigger part in episode nine, rumors have been flying in the past few weeks that Disney were talking to Carrie Fisher's estate to secure her likeness rights so they could continue her character in CGI form in the upcoming movies. Mm. Um, now, I've just noticed that my PDF here is fucking cut off half of my article, which is hmm. really annoying. Me. So I'm making up words. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh. I'm about to do a quote, so that's difficult. Oh. Um, so it's a kind of quote. On. Can I get? Because I know the Can original. Can I not get the uh, original? Document? Yeah, the original's on that laptop um, over there. That's the problem. I'll, I'll, I'll fight through this one and then maybe okay. I'll squish it over. Lucasfilm responded just for the weekend with a full statement. 
We don't normally respond to fan or press speculation, but there is a rumor circulating that we'd like to address. We want to assure our fans that Lucasfilm has no plans to digitally recreate Carrie Fisher's performance as Princess or General Leia Organa. Carrie Fisher is and, uh, and always will be a part of the Lucasfilm family. She was our princess, our general, and most importantly, our friend. We are still hurting from all her loss. We cherish her memory and that of Princess Leia and will always strive to honor everything she gave to Star Wars. End quote. Um, hmm. So it's kind of non-news, but it was everywhere. Like people were pretty pissed off with Disney because spoilers for Rogue One. Mm-hmm. And this is only a tiny spoiler that everyone knows about. They famously or infamously at this point recreate a character who's been dead or uh, an actor who's been dead for decades mm-hmm. in CGI form. Um, and most people have been pretty pissed off about it. Most people didn't find it that convincing um, and didn't think it was necessarily an ethically a good idea to bring back mm-hmm. dead actors, which I agree with, actually. Yeah. I think it's a road that I'm terrified of. One day we're going to have Marlon Brando, Heath Ledger, John Wayne, all in a film, you mm-hmm. know, a new film that's coming out. And yeah. to me, that rubs me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel, Tamara, as an actor about this stuff? If you die, do you mind if we keep bringing out Tamara Sheeta films? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I'm not necessarily 100% against it, uh, if it serves the story, if it's uh, convincing enough uh, as the technology develops. And also, like, I cannot really say like I don't like losing my control as an actor because I always will in a film anyway. You know, mm. like, as an actor, you cannot control your performance. So. If it's CGI, then, you know, that's something else. But still, it's a lack of control. I, I think most actors are concerned about that. That's kind of like, yeah, but that's always the same. That's been the case. But, but if you're dead, in my opinion, if you're dead, <laughs> does it matter? Exactly. That's yeah. That's the question. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> and if you are remembered after your death, in that kind of way, then it's kind of cool. <laughs> it can be cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but who knows? Um, okay. Well, I was thinking, did this happen because on that computer you're writing it in US letter format and uh, your PDF is A4 as most <laughs> of the other countries? <laughs> is, that what, is that why I did it? I think that's you what reckon? it is. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, I just emailed myself that the, must be it. the, uh, the news. So. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've, I, for me, it just rubs the wrong way in terms of the... I mean, I don't really like CGI recreations anyway of stuff. If it's a real necessity, like in Fast and Furious, it was. The Crow, it was. That's a very early yeah. way mm-hmm. of doing it. Um, I kind of get it there if your actor dies halfway through and you're like, you know what? We, we have enough footage that we want to manipulate a little bit just to be able to finish mm-hmm. this as yeah. testament to them. It's, yeah, I like the way they did it in Fast and Furious. They did it very in a very in a, they did a memorial basically to yeah. him and I think isn't that similar to what they want to do with Carrie Fisher in the next the one after Force Awakens like uh, we'll see because <laughs> they, they have the footage but they need the rights yeah um, I'm kind of I don't necessarily believe them like they actually said I'm surprised they said it that flatly but they actually said we want to assure our fans that there are no plans to digitally recreate Carrie Fisher's performance okay which I don't really believe them like I th- I'm sure they will like do I mean cause it's they- interesting the way they use the word recreate yeah it's not creating new work yeah that's Carrie true Fisher. Mm. it's recreating Re- it yeah that's that true they are not going to do but they might create a whole new <laughs> thing <laughs> they made a little loophole for themselves there 
Um, yeah, I mean, the stuff with Rogue One, I mean, there's a couple, again, not spoiling stuff, but neither of them really worked for me. The final one, for a few seconds, kind of did. But it's also then, you ta- I found it, it took me out of the movie because I'm thinking about it. Because you know, well, that actor's not real. So then I'm thinking about that. But do you think you noticed it because you know that he's no longer with us? Or oh, you think people who have no clue? Yeah. Could they I mean, tell that it's... I would be interested if you had to interview the people who have no clue. Yeah. yeah. Did they know this? I mean, I know a lot of people on podcasts I've listened to who didn't know about it. Yeah. And I'd forgotten about it when we first started uh-huh. watching Rogue One. I saw it with you. Yeah. And the very first scene, I was like, something feels off with him, mm-hmm. but I don't know what it is. And then by the second scene, I was like, that's fake. And then I remembered, oh, shit, yeah, I remember <laughs> they recreated it. <laughs> um, that will change in the next few years. Yeah, and that's what right. worries me. Yeah. It's like, we're not quite there yet, so there's a good excuse not to do this. Uh-huh. But in like 10 years' time, 20 years' time, like, yeah, we will get there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know if I want us to. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. for me, it's just kind of... I don't really like mixing CGI characters with real-life characters anyway. No matter ones that are of actors that I love who are dead, you know, it's kind Bless of... You. Plus, it's not their performance. <laughs> That's the thing. Is like his character in Rogue One, it was a guy off of Holby City uh-huh. who played him because uh-huh. he had similar bone structure. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's not his... It's not the actor's performance then. You know, if you know what I mean? So you're really misrepresenting the actor. Yeah, yeah. Which kind of bothers me. Another thing, I yeah. guess, is that we're talking about doing it out of necessity because he or she is no longer there. But we can still do the same thing with somebody who's still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We could just be like, oh, we can't get Brad Pitt for our movie. Exactly. Let's just like get Make permission. Yeah. So maybe they'll <laughs> then start selling like, you'll have a price to hire the actual actor, yeah. but you'll have a price just to hide a likeness and create exactly. a CGI. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll have just created models of themselves perfect. So yeah. Like, yeah, you can take my CGI version. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a creepy future of films. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't like it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number two news. This for me is the fucking, this is the painful fucking one. Right. Like, mm-hmm. sincerely, I can't say how much this hurts um, to hear. It could all still be bullshit, but... Half-Life 3, Chris. Oh. Yeah, that hurts me as well. <laughs> <laughs> the most anticipated sequel in gaming history. No argument about that. Yeah. Like, this is, like this, it's it's a become a running joke how long it's been. So, just to catch people up, Half-Life 1 was a genre-defining first-person shooter on PC. Yeah. Came to everything else. Won every critic award. Really showed how adult gaming could be mm. half-life 2 then pushed that even further and then they did episode 1 and episode 2 which were following on from half the 2 to continue the story yeah. and they took them so long to bring out half-life 2 that what half they said light. don't oh, do it God. don't do it ah! not about half-life buddy <laughs> don't do it <laughs> so ah. what they did uh, it took them so long to bring out half-life 2 that they decided what we're going to do is make episodic content that Basically, it's Half-Life 3, but it's called Half-Life 2 Episode 1, Half-Life 2 Episode 2, Half-Life 2 Episode 3. And they were going to bring it out quicker in that way. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. It took them fucking ages to bring out Episode 1. It took them fucking ages to bring out Episode 2, and it became a running joke how long it was taking. Yeah. And then Episode 2 ended in this massive cliffhanger, this huge cliffhanger, and everyone was so fucking into it and attached. And this was in 2007. <laughs> and then nothing wow. else happened. 2007. Nothing yet. Nearly 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing else happened. And it just disappeared. They brought out Portal games. They did mm-hmm. Dota. They did, you know, like, they basically, because Valve created Steam. So they made all their revenue from Steam. So they don't need to make yeah. video games. They mm-hmm. just do that for mm-hmm. fun, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but all anyone wanted was, well, what's the end of this fucking story? 
and it became a running joke of all it's going to just appear one day it'll just turn on steam one day and it'll just be there sitting half-life 3 and obviously by this point everyone's like it's not gonna be episode 3 anymore it'll be proper half-life 3 mm -hmm. a big game yeah well an interview with game informer from an alleged valve insider and game informer are pretty meticulous you know so it, yeah. you can presume this might be reputable it might not mm. but it should be they claim that half-life half-life 3 will most likely never happen here is the full quote. It's quite a big one, so bear with me. Okay. There is no such thing as Half-Life 3. Valve has never announced a Half-Life 3, which is a lie, by the way, because they announced an episode 3, which is, you know, anyway. Over the, year, you've probably, over the years, you've probably had many dozens of people within the studio as early as probably 2005 working on things that they would imagine from themselves as Half-Life 3 or episode 3. I've heard that some teams have had two, or three, two to three people working on it, and they eventually ran into a wall and some teams may have gone up to 40 or 40, 30 or 40 people where, uh, before it was scrapped. Some are all over the place, from one end of the spectrum being what you would expect, a single-player narrative-focused game, to completely different entertainment ideas that are as wild as they are weird. Some were bizarre, like turning Half-Life into an RTS, or a live-action choice-driven game. But it isn't sitting right with Valve President Gabe Newell and other people at Valve. Ultimately, it just starves to death. What you have left is nothing going on with Half-Life. I don't think there will be any more. Every time a Half-Life project gets some gravity and then collapses, it becomes harder for the next one to start up. Okay. End quote. So, what everyone's always hoped is that they know what they're doing and they're just gestating and they're just going to like bring out yeah. this new genre-defining video game. Seems to be the reality is kind of what you'd expect, which is that they just ran into a lot of combative ideas about what it should be, mm -hmm. kept falling on their face, and, and then eventually just, it's like, well, why bother anymore? There's so much pressure behind it now as well. Yeah. They've like, let it build for 10 years, so... Yeah. they just, they're buckling onto that. I exactly. Think. Yeah. It's like The Last Guardian, you know, only times 100. Yeah. Like, the expectation's so big. Like, if it comes out now, it has to be the best game ever made. Yeah. It has to. That's, that's going to be in their heads the whole time they're trying to yeah. think of ideas. That'll be hard. So, yeah, I mean, I still think it will happen at some point, but I can, I can appreciate... They're probably just going to go, you know what, fuck it for a while. Yeah. And maybe in another 10 years or something, they'll go, let's return <laughs> yeah. to Half-Life. Or can they sell the rights to somebody else completely new? Who yeah, they could. But I think they're so proud of that idea. property mm. yeah. that they'd need to make it very clear to the general public, not just game nerds, that, hey, we're not making this someone else's kind of thing. Yeah. So their reputation's yeah. not over shit. That um, could be cool, though. But it's very sad. Very sad. Because hmm. you're every E3, people are like, this is the year. Yeah. Oh, three. <laughs> people go through code in their portal games and then like everything just to find little hints of wow. what's going to happen and they then they put it they like like sprinkle shit just to piss mm -hmm. with people yeah anyway mm. very sad mm. number three little batman news the batman Ooh. there he is in what seems to be an exhausting back and forth ben Affleck came out last week to seemingly confirm on tv that he will indeed direct the batman this year but now in an interview with USA Today, he says he needs the Batsuit itself to be changed if he's expected to direct. Quote, I know what it's like to be in the suit. We'll have to modify the suit to make it a little easier to put it on and take it off. When you're in it, you can be sweating, crazy and exhausted. Do your part and then walk away. But when you're a director, you can't walk away. You have to be there for everybody. Chief among the challenges of doing Batman will be finding a suit that's more comfy. Okay. He's a that's what he's concerned about. That's what he's worried about. <laughs> 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 Okay. The movie has <laughs> also just been delayed from shooting from spring to summer. Um, okay. 
But yeah, I can appreciate that. Yeah. As someone who just nearly killed it's... myself from directing a tiny film, I can imagine if you're doing something yeah, like that it's... and you're having to get into all of that gear yeah. and you're just, as an actor, like if you're going through that, when you take it all off, you don't want to be handling everybody else in it. Like you want to just go and yeah, sort your head yeah, out, surely. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah of course. I know, but like, yeah, it's weirdly super practical. It is a strange yeah. thing though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Kinda, it's like, well, uh, I need yeah. my suit. What? <laughs> Put a latex suit on, Ben. Why do you need all the fucking armor shit? Just put a nice little stretchy spandex. Oh, why don't you just do it in the CGI so that, you know, he doesn't need to be there. That's true. <laughs> He's just yeah. directing and it's just yep. his there image performance. <laughs> it all ties into the nightmare. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm still... Uh, I, I'm going to be really excited for this Batman movie, actually, I think, because Ben Affleck was the best bit of Batman versus Superman. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's, it's ridiculous how much back and forth there is right now with he doesn't like the script and he does like the script and then he's not sure if he can write and direct it and he doesn't mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. there's too many things going on. We'll see. Number four, Telltale Games, upcoming Marvel game. Uh, uh, it's based on Guardians of the Galaxy and GameStop just revealed the plot synopsis. Hmm. Which is kind of non-news, I'll be honest, but it's a, it's a thin week, right? <laughs> Quote, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, the Telltale series, delivers a brand new story of the universe's unlikeliest heroes. From Earth to the Milano to Nowhere and Beyond and set to the beat of awesome music, this five-part episodic series puts you in the rocket-powered boots of Star-Lord in an original Guardians adventure told in the unique and award-winning Telltale style, where your decisions and actions will drive the path of the story you experience. End quote. Sounds fun. Sounds like a Telltale game. <laughs> uh, you ever play the Walking Dead ones or anything? No, I haven't. No, I think you'd like really good games yeah. mm. they kind of like choose your own adventure storybooks but you play mm. them yeah and so. the choices do in the Walking Dead one anyway your choices really do make a difference like, well they do what you're playing it but then they all just do sort of branch back yeah. you know what I mean like things yeah. follow on of yeah, well this character's like dead one or, main line but then yeah. it's like the odd character can disappear along the way <laughs> oh yeah 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 <laughs> um, at the Game Awards last year it was announced that you would not only play a Star Lord but as multiple characters so we don't know um, if that's still the case. An earlier version of the pre-order page had the game's release date as April the 25th, a bare week before the new movie Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 comes out. I am good. <laughs> Where was, who was that? Oh, it was Alison. She sent me a text of a restaurant she was in and there was a tree and it just had a signpost hanging from it saying, I am good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's that was pretty cool. All right. Big new, oh, hang on. Wait a second. Just to talk about Telltale for a second, Chris. Yeah. Could you play some Telltale? Yeah. Are you? Uh, do we need more Telltale? No. That's my question. No. I would, they should. They're spreading themselves across a lot of different names at the moment. They need to just focus on <laughs> a few ideas at a time. I think. Because at the moment, like, I mean, they just finished Game of Thrones, didn't they? They're still doing Walking Dead. Yeah. They're doing Minecraft. Yeah. They've done Wolf Among Us, but they've done with that. Yeah. Uh, they're doing the Batman um, right now. Yeah. Um, they're doing yeah this one in Marvel. Um, what else we got? Here we go. Something else. Uh, they're doing Game of Thrones season two. It says here. Um, they're doing Tales of the Borderlands from the Borderlands. I think they might be doing a new season of that. It's just that's a lot of fucking games to be making at the same time. Um, and personally, I'm kind of I love The Walking Dead one. I love The Walk of Among Us. I think that's my favorite. Yeah. I I was kind of enjoying Minecraft. It's really weird and goofy. Mm. Um. But and I've tried all of them, like at least the you know the first episode of yeah. Them, but like the engine's still really janky to me. There's so many of those types of games that you can play before it's just 
comes the same just molds into the same thing really yeah you don't really want to keep playing that same game mechanic all the time so they're just they're making all of these games but if they just put everything into maybe I just a few <laughs> i don't know if what they're trying to do because it used to be oh a new telltale games coming out cool i want to try it because it's telltale yeah now there's so many i feel what they're saying is just pick the one that you like because they're all the same yeah. game pretty much it's like well if you want batman just play that one if you want marvel just play guardians yeah. if you want you know horror play walking dead so you're not going to play all the telltale games anymore you're just going to be well this is the one that appeals to me because yeah. i like the property it's also just one of many ways to milk the yeah oh for sure yeah yeah fucking milking like they must make so much money yeah Yeah. all the ips that they're working with yeah that's cool all right fifth pit of news and the big one here Mm. we go did you what look at this yeah before lucas half-life batman telltale okay okay Okay. so obviously the big news of the (laughs) week was the full reveal (laughs) of nintendo switch which is all anyone's talking about um, I'm going to try and break down as much of the news as possible here what? for anyone who doesn't know about it. Oh, you're talking about Nintendo Switchy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you'd say it in Japan? I, I, I guess so. Races? No, Nintendo Switchy. Nintendo Switchy? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Switchy. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Why, why the extra E? There's not an E in there. Yeah, because we, we don't have that pronunciation. We cannot not end a word on a... <laughs> so would you say uh, witchy? <laughs> if you saw a witch? <laughs> a witchy witchy yeah. would you really yeah yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> you have to finish with a vowel sound so That's is it cool. the Blair Witchy Project <laughs> Blair Witchy Project <laughs> yeah you have to end on a vowel sound yeah you That's have true. to whoever yeah. who came up with that rule because that's really limiting <laughs> that's limiting the things you can do <laughs> it's not a rule it's just someone made that up everything's made up someone made no, that up at like, some point no we, we cannot do that, that sound. sound, yeah. You can. Oh. I can because I learned it, but you know, like you're special. Most people in Japan cannot do just hmm. oh. Interesting. Yeah. Learning stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they cannot say like ow. Really? It, it has to be aru. You have to put you at That's the so end. So weird. Oh. They can't. Like they, you cannot finish a word. Do you just pick out. a random vowel to put at the end, or is it always? Does I. It- I think there's a, some sort of system, but we kind of know which ones. So you just feel like what? aloo would be the right yeah, one to do. Yeah, yeah. Even though it could be like alo or... Yeah, but it's... Ala. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I had no idea about that. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, Moving on. Sorry. All right, Nintendo Switch you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, well, it was revealed. So here we go. I'm going to break it all down. It's going to take a little while. But for people who don't have the time to trawl through all the news, because there's so much fucking news about this. Yeah. Here we go. So last week, Nintendo Switch conference happened on Friday the 13th. I think it was Friday the 13th. Revealed the new console properly. So here's a rundown. Uh, I'm going to break these down into subsections. So Mm -hmm. one, Mm -hmm. the Nintendo Switch will be released on March the 3rd, 2017, simultaneously in Japan. Would that be Japan U then? What? Would you need a vowel on the end of Japan? Mm, it's different. Oh, that's mm, oh, I yeah. see. We make an ex- exception for mm. because it's not na sound, na sound. It's mm sound. S- sounds like bullshit to me. <laughs> uh, it will be released on March the third, simultaneously in Japan, the U.S., Canada, quote major European countries, <laughs> major European countries, <laughs> Hong Kong, and quote other territories. Which means we can make up what we want later. Right? Yeah. yeah. 
at a suggested retail price of $299.99. The system comes with the L&R Joy-Con controllers, Joy-Con wrist straps, the Joy-Con grip, the Nintendo Switch dock, an HDMI cable, and an AC adapter. I love how they always list an AC adapter as if, oh, here's the stuff, you can't turn it on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's a model with gray controllers and another one with a neon red and a neon blue, both at the same price. The Pro Controller is sold separately. Uh, Part two of the news, the Switch has 32 gigabytes of internal memory, which can be expanded using micro SDXC cards. The screen is 6.2 inch with multi-touch capacitative touchscreen, which can support a resolution of 1280 by 720, which basically means it's a 720p screen, which some people are upset about, but it can switch to a 1080p screen when docked and outputting to a TV. Yeah. Uh, third bit of news switch online services will let you invite friends to play games online set appointments chat and more users mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. <laughs> users will be able to test out some of nintendo switch online services for free during a post-launch trial period but for the first time nintendo's online service will become a paid service starting fall 2017 part four of the news nintendo president Tats- tatsumi kimishima uh, has said that in general they will not be applying region locking to Nintendo Switch software. This mm. is a huge U-turn for Nintendo. Wow. Uh, what are we up to? Five. Switch offers multiple play styles. You can play in TV mode that lets you play on the TV in typical fashion. You can play in tabletop mode that lets you stand the Switch tablet on a surface using its kickstand, which is then played with the det- detachable Joy-Con controllers. You can play in handheld mode, which is played by attaching the left and right Joy-Con controllers to the system and then walking away. Or you can also connect up to eight Switch consoles together for a local multiplayer. The Switch's battery life varies by game according to Nintendo, but will last between 2.5 hours to 6.5 hours. It's been reported that the upcoming Zelda title Breath of the Wild will run the battery down in three hours. Uh, presumably third-party peripherals will undoubtedly extend this battery life like on phones. The Joy-Con controllers have A, B, X, Y buttons, as well as L and R buttons and a home button. Each controller has an analog stick that also functions as another button. A square capture button can be used to capture screenshots and share them on social media. And in the future, you'll be able to use this to capture video footage as well. Both Joy-Con controllers include accelerometers and gyro sensors and an HD rumble system. I love these made up words. That adds new levels of sensitivity to motion-based gameplay. The R controller also has a motion IR camera that can sense the shape, motion, and distance of objects in front of it. Which they showed in this weird thing of him like holding it and then this CGI glass of ice. And then as he moved it, the ice was like jangling around and then he reached out and picked the ice and drank from it. It was a very oh. strange, it was a very Apple thing to do. It was very weird. To buy additional Switch controller sets, accessories, and other peripherals will cost the following. $79.99 for the controller set, $49.99 for individual L and R controllers, $69.99 for the Pro Controller, $29.99 for the charging grip, and $89.99 for the Nintendo Switch dock set. And the last piece of news, a host of new games were announced for the Switch, including, but not exclusive to, 1-2-Switch, ARMS, Splatoon 2, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Fire Emblem Warriors, Shin Megami Tensei Switch, Project Octopath Traveler, Normal Heroes, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and Super Mario Odyssey, which was the big one. Confirmed launch day titles include 1-2-Switch, Just Dance 2017, I Am Setsuna, Dragon Quest Heroes 1 and 2, Bomberman R, and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild will have a Wild Master Edition for sale at $129.99 that includes a map, a sound selection CD, a Sheikah iCollectible coin, a Nintendo Switch Sheikah Slate carrying case, 
and a master sword statue. What they didn't mention really, uh, and they illuminated later, was yes, that they are indeed on cartridges, and they're about the size of the DS ones. They're teeny tiny little cartridges. These games, oh, mm. cool. Which is pretty, a for me, boring because I'll lose them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but also very impressive when you look at mm. stuff like Breath of the Wild. Sure. Yeah. Like. So let's break this down a little bit. Um, for starters, how do you guys feel about Nintendo Switch? New console. Um, what they didn't really get into here, because obviously I don't want to talk about it, is it's mm-hmm. not more powerful than the Xbox One or the PS4. It's mm-hmm. kind of the same power as the Wii U, to be honest. Yeah. It's just like a different way of formatting that power. Um, mm-hmm. So it can be handheld, obviously. And you can play it on your TV. Um, so it's kind of like hybriding their two pivotal places where they get the money from the console market and then the handheld market and this is basically bringing them together yeah it does feel very japanese to me yeah i agree in a way like i read this article yesterday about how this new t- tablet from panasonic has all the outlets of like hdmi the usb3 and mini usb and rubber it's got everything on it so that you can do this and that and that and that, and that. yep compared to like ipad which is just one <laughs> very oh, don't get me started yeah. on it you right? know, which cool. is not great but no. it's the sort of <laughs> the other end of the argument yeah it's the arrogant so americans it, <laughs> yeah exactly so it does feel like nintendo is being very Japanese in a way, like you can do this with this and that and that and that and that, which is cool, but it's easily dated. That's true. Yeah, it's it's very different from Nintendo as well. Because Nintendo traditionally been you're playing things our way, basically. Mm. Like we want to do this weird kooky thing. You're either in or you're out. Yeah. And sometimes it works, like we, and sometimes like we didn't work mm. for the public. I mean, um, whereas this does seem to be like, hey, whatever you want. Like yeah, yeah like you're saying, yeah. what do you want this to be? Mm-hmm. Here you go. Do what you want. Play with the friends. Take mm-hmm. it away with you. Play on your TV. Yeah. Um, we're allowing you to do more stuff with social medias at last. We're allowing you to do online stuff, even though we're mm-hmm. doing play. Mm. They recently obviously put Super Mario Run on on iPhone. They've gone back on all the things that we said they're never going to do, but they're hemorrhaging money right now because of mm-hmm. the Wii U, so it makes sense, you know. And their presentations are so Apple right now. It's really funny. They're clearly just mm. like, how do we do exactly what Apple does? <laughs> mm. um, and the good news is people I know who have touch this system say it's it's a really good build because mm. the problem with the wii u is like it's a it's a plasticky build it looks cheap mm-hmm. and feels cheap yeah but this apparently feels premium mm-hmm. um, yeah. unless it's nice weird it. it does does it look weird it well does it's it just weird? it's yeah. the joy con yeah. controllers to me it's like they they just seem so japanese yeah like they're just like these little tiny like very japanese like we want yeah. a little tiny that's cool little controller yeah. mm-hmm. it's like in my hand that's impossible <laughs> like, that's not gonna work at all <laughs> they look too small yeah so without you may that have to make a bigger version of it well yeah, yeah i have to like i mean if, if you if you're taking it on its run it's fine but to pull them off that's never gonna happen for me um chris mm-hmm. have you owned a nintendo console uh n64 I haven't touched it since mm-hmm. but uh i've played it like with friends and stuff but i've not really you did not that invested into it no really you're the one I'm the one who didn't own a Wii. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're still looking for you, buddy. <laughs> we just reported that a fucking a game came out on Wii, uh, yeah, like last year, and I couldn't believe oh, it. They're still making games for yeah. me. I can't believe it. Um, yeah, I, I think this looks more appealing to me now. Um, I like that they keep your options open in terms, even in terms of memory. Like they're they're not limited, like uh, like you were saying with Apple, who. 
mm-hmm. don't let people do anything but uh with the with the switch they give you 32 32 gigs 32 gigs but yeah you're allowed to like install any third party memory card so yeah. you can put like terabytes in there yeah so which you're going to need to cuz 30 gigs yeah, is not going to get you far in a modern gaming nothing, world yeah. <laughs> So that's I, like I, less than Grand Theft Auto Five, I think. I, I like their approach. I think um, this is it's appealing uh, mm. and actually genuinely impressive to be able to play those games on something that's like that, like, like Zelda, on a tiny little cartridge. But this is the thing, isn't it? Yeah. If you didn't have the Breath of the Wild, which looks, you know, every, it looks yeah. like the Zelda game we've all wanted yeah. to on because it looks like Skyrim meets Wind Waker, basically. Yeah. Um, and if they had just announced with this the new Super Mario game. Mm. Which, let's talk about that for a second. Like, new, sorry, Super Mario game. Um, which is, it's our first proper, like, there have been a lot of great Mario games on Wii U and yeah. Wii. But we haven't had a proper Mario game since um, Galaxy 2, mm. which was on the Wii a long time ago. And um, Wii U was the first console that Nintendo have made where they haven't had a mainstay Mario game out on it. Oh, wow. Like a 3D Mario game. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so this is a big deal. This is back. It looks fucking crazy. Like, it looks beautiful. Like, yeah. I like, they're always progressive with some new ideas. The hat thing seems a bit weird to me. It looks like a GTA, but Mario version. Yeah, no? which is strange. Yeah. But then they go away from that later into, like, more yeah, typical yeah, Mario does, worlds. Yeah. Yeah. I d- so I don't really know what that opening but bit the is. the hat mm. thing looks like the villain from James Bond movies. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's what it is. I just love you cut to Bowser <laughs> and he's got his top hat. Like, everyone's got a fucking hat <laughs> suddenly out of, out of nowhere. Yeah. But I do like with Mario games, they have that, they always have a gimmick. It's always like one weird thing yeah, yeah. Okay. that yeah. you play with and that's like the gameplay gimmick. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be fantastic. Have they mentioned sure. anything about it being like connecting with the DS? Or anything like that? No. So this is my genuine concern as someone who I love Nintendo and I love the yeah. Wii U. I really do. Unfortunately, I nothing to play on it. But as a concept, I was fine with it. Mm. My genuine concern is like the 3DS still sells really well for them. Mm. The yeah. 2DS sells well, well for them. Yeah. Um, what do you what does it mean and I want your perspective on this as well because Japan is the handheld market yeah. like Japan still plays PSPs yeah. PS Vita mm-hmm. 3DS like mm-hmm. crazy um, the rest of the world not quite as much like the 3DS mm-hmm. caught on well in America but mm-hmm. not as much in Japan mm-hmm. so when you bring us something like this which essentially is hey you don't need a handheld anymore because this is your handheld mm. and it's you know your console but it's obviously bigger than a regular handheld, you know, yeah. quite, quite substantially bigger than 3DS. Yeah. But they haven't made it like a huge, stupid tablet size. Like it's a, it's a, what, how big is this? It is 6.2 inch. It's mm-hmm. like a iPad mini, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, I think they very acutely try to bear in mind what would the Japanese market in particular still consider appropriate as a portable handheld yeah. that One you can play on the One of the main tubes. reasons, I'm just guessing here, is the domestic environment where in a family there's usually one or two tvs yeah, yeah. At most and uh, there are like two or three kids mm. and uh, the father wants to see something mom is yeah. on tablet looking at the s- i don't know why but like porn, <laughs> porn or something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just hardcore bestiality so like the the use of the h- the home TV is very limited. <laughs> yeah, you can't watch your porn yeah. on the TV. And uh, <laughs> still, no. many parents do not want to give kids like a proper TV yep. in their mm. room. So but that, they're happy giving them tablets. That's which is where the tablet yeah. and those portables become sort of useful. But so, so how, but how do you feel? Fun. Like, I get it in the home environment then, but in Japan, 
with what you just saw with the Switch, do you mm-hmm. think it's realistic that people will be playing this on the trains? Like that it's the right size? So when you go to the train, uh, when you go on a train in Tokyo, for example, uh, nowadays 99% of the passengers are holding a smartphone. Okay. 99. Like, are people on tablets though? No, they're mostly on smartphones. Mm. Okay. So I don't know how that's going to change because of the Nintendo Switch. Because that's my uh, thought of it. It's like I, yeah. I've seen people in Japan you know, on, on Vitas and on 3DSs, but that's very different from a big tablet mm-hmm. that you're yeah. playing. And I don't know, like for me, I have an embarrassment thing. I love video games and I'm proud to love video games, but mm. playing something everyone can watch me playing, like yeah. if it's a small screen, yeah. I'm fine, but a big yeah. thing, like I find that kind of awkward. Yeah. And I don't know in Japan so with society, like how does like, mm. yeah, is I that too exposed? I don't think people will be playing on tablet version on a train yeah. yeah i think it's designed more for the people around the house at home yeah. or like who's gonna go on a trip somewhere yeah if you're on holiday um, yeah that kind of stuff not yeah. not necess- or like somewhere else in house mm-hmm. but no, not, not predominantly not for commuting during, for no, school I and don't stuff think so. i mean you cannot take it to a school like for yeah. sure yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that's my only worry. It's like if they cut off their own arm, essentially, of well, you don't mm. need the 3DS anymore. Yeah. But if it's essentially is a different filling a different niche, then great. Mm. Um, I but like that. That's why they sort of release the Mario on smartphone. Yeah. Right? So like maybe that's yeah maybe the smartphone app will be replacing the S. Well, that's what I would love is if they get more into a ubiquitous play between the two functions because mm-hmm. you haven't really had it since the Dreamcast where you had your little UMDs to carry around. But if they could yeah. find a way, because they were ashamed to get into the iPhone market. They made that very clear. Mm. And now they're trying to like be, no, we're very proud to be loved. Mm. But if they could find a way of like, hey, you can play Nintendo games on your iPhone mm-hmm. and they link into your Switch games. So like the stuff mm-hmm. you do on Mario mm-hmm. like gives you stuff that when you get yeah. back to your console, it's there and it pops up yeah. on your account. Yeah. And it's all yeah. linked together in a hybrid That'd be thing. Yeah. That'd be great. Mm. Yeah. Um, I pre-ordered one straight away like I am oh, yeah. Um, yeah for sure I mean like cool. I want to support Nintendo uh-huh. and this for me is what the Wii U should have been because mm-hmm. and that's what's yeah, kind of disappointing yeah. like what's weird about it is we live in a world now and we were just talking about earlier Chris when we were walking around but we live yeah. in a world now where you have the Xbox One that came out three years ago now the PS4 that came out three years ago now mm-hmm. yeah which seems crazy it was three years <laughs> yeah. Um, you have the Xbox One S mm-hmm which is the slim one, which is this little mm-hmm. one that's in the other room, um, which does its own things. It now outputs 4K. I think it does HDR. Um, and it does 4K Blu-rays as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have the PlayStation Slim, which basically does none of that stuff. It's just a smaller version of the PlayStation mm-hmm. Slim. But then you have the PlayStation 4 Pro, which just came out, which is meant to be more powerful, does 4K and HDR, but doesn't do 4K Blu-rays, which makes no sense because Sony invented Blu-rays mm-hmm. when yeah. Xbox is doing it. 4K yeah. Blu-rays. It's like it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so you have the PlayStation 4 Pro, which ostensibly is doing kind of the same thing as the Xbox Slim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then the Xbox has the Scorpio coming out next year, which is the most powerful console ever created. Mm-hmm. But we still don't know exactly what that is, how no. that means. They're not going to have games that are just for that that you can't play on your Xbox One or your Xbox One Slim. Mm. So you're gonna end up in a world with three Xbox Ones, two uh, PlayStation, sorry, three PlayStations, fours. <laughs> yeah. And then Nintendo suddenly coming out of nowhere with, hey, here's a Switch, which basically has the same power as the Wii U, basically. Yeah. Um, 
and it's like this weird stopgap. Well, it's not a stopgap for them, but like it's in the middle as well of this stuff. And then I'm really not convinced that when Scorpio finally comes out, PlayStation aren't going to immediately after this be, hey, PlayStation 5's coming in two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just weird we're losing those big monumentous moments where all the companies would be like, hey, here are our big next consoles. And Nintendo just moved themselves yeah. out of that. That completely. console yeah. cycle was just something that we all followed. It was exciting. It was, it was yeah. so exciting. And now it's a mess. And you don't and really just... know what's going on, what fits with what. No. We were just saying, like, we played PSVR last night on the PlayStation 4, but on the PlayStation 4 Pro that they have, mm. you have to keep disconnecting it when you want to go back to regular games, whereas mm-hmm. on the PlayStation 4, mm-hmm. you don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, how is it worse? <laughs> like, I don't... It's a confusing ecosystem that they're creating. And Nintendo just seemed to have just walked away from it, yeah. basically, which I respect in some ways, but in another way, it's kind of like, well, this isn't for the hardcore gamer. No, but you've got Zelda and Mario on it. Yeah, so people are going to buy it just yeah. for those two. And Nintendo's games. Oh, yeah. never been for hardcore gamers. Well, they were at the Has beginning. It? That's the thing. At the beginning of their that, of their life, they, they were, were the hardcore gamers. But they console. were yeah. the they were the computer games. Mm. So, but like compared, like Mega Drive was trash compared to okay, Nintendo yeah. Entertainment yeah. System. Yeah. Like compared to SNES, it was absolute trash. Yeah. 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 Um, what do you think about the name though? Because like. We is the uh, we use a horrible name. Yep. Like Switch. What do we think about it? I like it. Yeah, it's cool. Because I've already got used to saying, "Hey, like the Switch is coming." Like it feels yeah. like it makes sense. It makes more sense okay. than Xbox One. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> when yeah. it's the yeah. third console, <laughs> <you put out>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and it's not boring like PlayStation Four. I actually think it's kind of cool. Okay. Like yeah. Wii U is the dumbest name. Yeah. yeah was, yeah. <laughs> um, was the source of most of their problems. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind it and it's true because it's just like yeah switch out yeah it sounds like stupidly hip like a 90s you know skateboarding movie <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like hey man let's switch from this to this it's, just, it's just a one syllable word it's, just, it's quick yeah it's, it's true it's, it'll sell the logo is horrible though, isn't it? where's the logo the logo is so weird it looks like some sort of ancient like marking on the cave kind of oh that oh yeah it's weird. It makes sense. It makes sense. It's the two because it's the two Joy Cons on either yeah. side of the console. Yeah, it's these two. Yeah, but they're just yeah. taking the analog sticks. Yeah. <laughs> I can see why they did it. It's not the best. Yeah, no. It's kind of like yin and yang yeah, kind of. It's just <laughs> yeah. yeah, it really but is. It's not cool. I don't like the pad. <laughs> <laughs> the pad looks wildly uncomfortable yeah, yeah, to me. That pad. That's so you got to pay that. What is it? Sixty nine ninety nine for the Pro controller. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, I haven't pre-ordered that. I need to remember to pre-order that because that's going to sell out quick. Much more comfortable, yeah. Yeah. Which is basically oh, the 360 yeah, yeah, controller. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah, what that is. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's my only thing with the Nintendo. Is like, I don't... Like, the Wii had really annoying controllers. They didn't mm-hmm. feel good. Mm-hmm. The Wii U one felt massive and plasticky. Mm-hmm. Um, no one... Like, they just don't do controllers. Like, when you've got things like the, the Xbox One Pro controller, which mm-hmm. is just, yeah. like, heaven going back to this stuff feels like you're playing a third party peripheral from the <laughs> 90s you know it's oh they're playing inside a car yeah so that's, that's a big thing cool. they have you yeah. can like attach yeah. it to something and then yeah. just play it in the car that's different from train journey I guess yeah 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 that, that kind of stuff does interest me and being able to play with a other consoles you can just like loop them together in a mini ecosystem uh, a little like a tiny LAN party sounds great to me yeah um, I'm actually pretty excited about it but the, here's the problem it's the game lineup that as always Nintendo are falling on their face with they have a lot of Japanese centric games but nearly all of them have been out before 
Yeah. So they're nearly yeah. all old games. Some incredibly yeah. old, some just from last generation. They're really hanging everything on Splatoon 2, which had a passionate following, but not a big following. Yeah, apparently it's a very good game. It's just it never picked up on it's all followers. Right. It's all right. <laughs> I think people were pretty desperate to have a good game. On yeah. um, they're hanging everything on Zelda and Mario, which is what they do every fucking generation. And on Wii U, they just didn't have a good Zelda game and they didn't have a Mario game, like a proper yeah. Mario. So this is the thing is like, yeah, like they need more games. Like they just need more games. And Mario they, Kart 8 again isn't enough. And they also trying to do the thing of like when kids get together, if they have the same console, they can play against each other. Mm-hmm. Like how it began with uh, the play... Not the PlayStation. The Game Boy. Game Boy. Yeah. And uh, we used to have that cable. Oh, yeah. Like and the link. that was a revolutionary thing yeah. that you could just cable. But that's what I mean, yeah. T- t- together and do... What, what, was that Pokemon or something? I can't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, so, Pokemon. like, they, yep. they're trying yeah. to, do, to do that kind of stuff for kids. Yeah, with, with eight of these together, so it would like, be fantastic. Yeah. It would yeah. be loads of fun. And awesome. look at this. Look at the build here of the Wii U one compared to this like this looks so much more adult and premium yeah, and yeah, cool yeah it does true compared to this yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm I'm, really, I'm excited about it but for me it's just like yeah and I'm happy I'm happy to own the Switch and uh-huh. only have Mario and Zelda on it and it's worth that two ninety nine for me like yeah. it really is because I know those games are going to be that good yeah but if it's going to be enough for everyone else, I don't know. There's been a lot mm. of backlash about this. People mm. pissed off with the price of two ninety nine, which to me seems very fair it sounds right it's um, about the same let me just double check right now what is it in pounds? PS4 is, for us, is about the same. Oh. They fucking, um, yeah, so PlayStation 4, 500 gigabyte regular PlayStation right now is $262. Mm. A little bit less on Amazon. If you go for the Pro, it's going to set you back. Uh, the, yeah, 299 Oh, that's for the Slim, isn't it? The Pro is out of stock. Mm-hmm. So you can't get the Pro right now. So yeah, so for a PlayStation 4, 500 gigabyte Slim, that'll cost you the same as the Switch. Um an xbox one right now the slim is less than that with a game hmm. so that's the fucking way to go right now <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can get an xbox true. one wow. slim play 4k blu-ray videos do hdr 266 dollars with battlefield one 500, 500 gigabytes gigabyte. huh. or just for 300 dollars you just go like 10 bucks more um than, than one terabyte. switch and you get a one terabyte one yeah. with gears cool. of War 4 that's a good deal yeah hmm. so microsoft definitely this. pushing the uh yeah, the price points there. Anyway, and they just trying to get people to buy it before the Scorpio. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're probably yeah. trying to clear out. Yeah, and they're in advance <laughs> right now. They're on a roll right now of like the last two or th- is it three months? I think in a row they've been the number one selling console. Yeah, they'll never catch up with the PS4 because they're still about half the sales of the PS4. Yeah, but they want to stay on that roll. Yeah. What do you like about the uh, Mario and Zelda? Mario is just like it's. It's such a big deal. It's like you know, mm-hmm. it's like th- there, I don't. There has never been a Mario game that's bad. No, and there's never been a mainstay Mario game that isn't phenomenal. Like sincerely, I think mm-hmm. Sunshine is an incredible game. Mario sixty four is obviously incredible. Mm-hmm. All the original ones, Super Mario World, um, yeah, and Mario Galaxy one and two were phenomenal. Only I think brought back by the fact there were two of them and they shouldn't. They should have just left it as mm-hmm. one. Um. I mean, it's Mario. So it's not just a sentimental reason. No, it's really not. Okay. I do think it's a problem with Nintendo. So mm-hmm. they don't have new IPs. Like Splatoon's yeah. one of their new ones. No one really cares. 
Um, they always mm. hanging their hat on their old stuff from the 80s. Mm. Yeah. Zelda is Zelda. I mean, Zelda's mm. like... Yeah. Not all the games I like, um, but it's always trying different stuff. And this looks like the Zelda I've wanted my whole life, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's Pokemon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Pokemon was, I guess, a new IP for them, but now it's obviously one of their... Yeah. Pokemon, I will get on board with when they release a console version of it that's yeah. a proper RPG and they won't do that for mm-hmm. some weird reason. They only do the, the proper versions on handheld mm-hmm. and then on console, they just do fighting games and photograph games. And yeah. Mm, okay, sure. Which I don't really understand why. Mm. Chris, as a Zelda fan, would you would you buy the Switch then, do you think? Uh, I don't know. I'm still holding back, but that would be the biggest selling point for me. Zelda. Because um, here's the thing, you can play that Zelda on a Wii U. So, would you buy a Switch, or would you go and buy a second-hand, dirt cheap Wii U at that point, and buy Breath of the Wild for that? Because the experience Switch. is going to be pretty much the same. Definitely Switch. Okay. I, I don't know why, but it just, it just seems a greater experience. In t- just mm-hmm. like the, the controller. And being able to walk like, away with Zelda in your hand. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It, I mean, you can shoot arrows like that. Yeah. 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 That's cool. <laughs> okay. There you go. Mm. It's a Switch news. Um, Switch. Let's move into some... Uh, did I send myself that as well? I'm going to move into <laughs> releases. Releases. Which is a little... This is really fumbling right now. It's <laughs> like all of these. Here they are. Um, I'm not going to do the song because Alex has to do the song. So oh. Without Alex, we can't do the song. Oh, Chris was ready. He wanted to do the song? No, <laughs> Chris, Chris Pat, can you give us some money? Uh, so we've got movie releases, we've got game releases, we've got Blu-ray releases. Here we go. So these are actually, I checked and these seem to be ubiquitous between the US and the UK. Mm. Uh, coming out both sides of the ocean. Don't know about Japan, buddy. I'm sorry. No clue, okay. no clue what the fuck's going on over it's there. It's always much, much later by like a year or two. Well, then you've probably got Titanic's going to be there any day now. Uh, <laughs> Thursday the 19th of January. Triple X colon Return of Xander Cage is coming out. Oof. Directed mm. by DJ Caruso, who did Disturbia, which I like a lot. I am number four, which is not good. Eagle Eye. Mm. And The Sultan Sea, which I liked a lot. Stars Vin Diesel, Donnie Yen, yeah. Donnie mm-hmm. Collette, and Samuel L. Jackson, and Tony Yar. Two fantastic martial artists in there, Donnie Yen and Tony mm. Yar. Xander Cage is left for dead after an incident though he secretly returns to action for a new tough assignment with his handler, Augustus Gibbons. <laughs> In summing up a movie, <laughs> A, that's just ridiculous. B, why would you feel the need for Augustus Gibbons? Like, who cares what the name is of his handler? Um, have you seen the trailers for this? No. If you really, I, it's I think so I funny. And it was just absolutely watching one. It's so, so <laughs> funny. You're aware of the Triple X franchise? Yes, I am. It's... So he he opted out of the second one. I think it was Ice Cube was in the second one. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, well, you got to be difficult. You got to be careful when you put in Triple X on on YouTube. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The yeah. the the skiing in this. <laughs> Sorry, we're just everyone's gonna have to listen to you guys watching this trailer now. The skiing in this is brilliant. The power. Oh my God. But there's no snow. Skiing jungle. Three. If you wanted me back, you could have just asked me. 
Paramount logo, Revolution Studios. Every military satellite in the world has fallen into the hands of four very dangerous guys. <laughs> we need someone who can move like them, fight like them. It's time to be a patriot. There are no more patriots, just rebels. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I definitely watch it. Yes, I, I mean that's what you want from a movie like this. <laughs> it looks yeah. like it looks like a snowboarding video from like the late 80s. It's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. They say the word dope in it because it's, it's uh, and he's skiing in a jungle yeah, yeah. How cool is and that? then skateboarding down a hill and then like yeah. water like oh it's unbelievable it's like motorcycling up waves yeah, yeah. <laughs> unbelievable anyway that's coming out <laughs> this thursday on friday the 20th lion comes out directed by garth davis who directed some episodes at top of the lake starring dev patel nicole kidman and rooney mara a five-year-old Indian boy gets lost on the streets of Calcutta, thousands of kilometers from home. He survives many challenges before being adopted by a couple in Australia. 25 years later, he sets out to find his lost family. Um, yeah, I've seen a lot of trailers for this, but mm, I don't really, I don't really know if this meant to yeah. be good or not. Yeah. Yeah. I do like Dev Patel, though. Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, Jackie is out this weekend, which I'm very excited about. This yeah, looks fucking yeah. brilliant. Uh, this is from director Pablo Lorraine, who did Neruda, which just came out. So he's really been busy. Mm. Uh, also, The Club, which is excellent, and No. Starring Natalie Portman, Peter Sarsgaard, and Greta Gerwig. Following the assassination of President John F. Kennedy, First Lady Jacqueline Kennedy fights through grief and trauma to regain her faith, console her children, and define her husband's historic legacy. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for that film. Yeah. Split comes out from director <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan. Starring <laughs> James McAvoy, Sebastian Arcelus, and Amira Briggs. After three girls are kidnapped by a man with 24 distinct personalities, they must find some of the different personalities that can help them while running oh, yeah, away and staying alive from the others. Yeah. Mm. I'm a big M. Night Shyamalan apologist, um, even though he hasn't 
made a good film in a long time. <laughs> um, but I'm still hopeful. I mean, the trailer looks good. And yeah, it looks interesting. James McAvoy looks amazing. Yep. To be honest, Super duper creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Looks amazing in a dress. Apparently in the film, he has to play nine different characters. Like he has 24 personalities, but he shows off nine completely different. Completely different. Uh, yeah. Which is crazy. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm excited about, well... Yeah, I, I would watch Triple X, but only if it was for free on my TV. I don't think I'd go to cinema. Uh, Lion, I just don't know enough about. Jackie, I'm just the one I'm definitely going to go see, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. And Split, I'll see at some point. But yeah, You guys are Triple X all the way? Yeah. I mean, that's the one you want to see <laughs> on a big screen, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Lion, Jackie, Split, like... I, I don't mind watching those on my laptop. Okay. Mm. Triple X, come on. <laughs> It's a big screen movie. Yeah. Oh man! All right, all right. <laughs> Here are all the video games coming out this week. Uh, all right, to uh, out today as the podcast goes out on Tuesday, seventeenth. We have Mighty Morphin Power Rangers colon Mega Battle on Xbox One, PS4. This looks trash. It's um, it's kind of like mm. one of those old four-player like Simpsons turtles scrolling beat 'em up things, but really bad. Siegecraft Commander comes out on Xbox One, PS4, and PC. 2046 colon read-only memories, PS4 and PC. Fate slash Extella colon the Umbral Star can only be a Japanese game. Comes out on PS4 <laughs> and PS Vita. <laughs> the Flame and the Flood colon complete edition comes out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. That's an alright game. Um, RWBY colon Grim Eclipse, PS4 and PC. That's based on the anime show. All right. Dead Effect 2 comes out on PS4, Xbox One, PC, iPhone, and iPad. And Quest of Dungeons on the PS4, Xbox One, PC, 3DS, Wii U, iPhone, and iPad. Whoa. Whoa. Nothing really of much note there. But then we get into the Friday the 20th. Um, we have Gravity Rush 2 on the PS4. It's a big game. Mm. Um, the first one was only on PS Vita. Uh, and the sequel is on consoles. And it looks pretty great. Cool. Metrico Plus on Xbox One, PS4, and PC. The Assembly on Xbox One, PS4, and PC. I'm interested by the Assembly because remember, Tamro, we played that on PSVR. Um, oh, and it's yeah. one way it was just a fucking nightmare. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. turn around properly. It was yeah. just, now it's come on Xbox One, which doesn't have VR. I'm interested in what that game is without come on, VR. That cannot be good. But I'm interested if you can <laughs> actually walk around and control your character, <laughs> what it is. I'm intrigued. Hunter's Legacy, Xbox One, and PC. Toby colon the secret mine Xbox One PC Wii U iPhone iPad the game there Tobias Gravity Rush 2 for sure for sure Blu-ray releases mm-hmm. um, Tuesday 17th we have Ouija Origin of Evil it's meant to be good apparently Long Way North which I've seen it's a great uh, alternate animated film um, very oh. nice good story interesting cool. animation Train to Busan, yay! Which we saw, we all saw at yeah. Fright Fest, yeah, together, yeah, yeah. Which is a Korean film. Um, it's very cool. Mm. Yeah. It's another zombie film, but don't be deterred. It's um, well, sort of a zombie film. It is well worth the ride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the then train. UK releases. <laughs> we have a lot more right now. Monday the sixteenth. So yesterday came out Anthropoid, uh, Blair Witch came out, Kubo and the Two Strings, which I highly recommend. Uh, Mechanic, colon, Resurrection, the new Jason Statham sequel. Metropolis, the uh, classic anime, um, which has been impossible to get on Blu-ray. It's finally out on Blu-ray. I highly recommend that. Very good. Hump for the Wilder People, which Katie just watched last night. Recommend? Yeah. That was a, like Concords, if you like Flight of the Concords, you really like Flight of the Concords, though. So would you not? Did you not love it? Um, I didn't 
was original in some ways and then very unoriginal in other ways. Original in some ways and unoriginal in other ways. Like, uh, seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. And Don't Breathe, uh, which is a new horror film from the director of the Evil Dead remake, uh, starring the same star, Jane Levy. Um, I love the Evil Dead remake, as everybody on this podcast Yeah. Knows. And this film I liked a lot. I want to watch it again. I was a little disappointed because I thought it was going to be extraordinary. And mm. instead, it was like, yeah, that was good. It's got a very interesting ending. <laughs> <coughs> well done, Tamara. Well done. That was Tamara not breathing. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> 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 uh, those are the releases. Oh, I don't know. We picked the movie. We picked the game. I didn't pick, actually, the, um, the, the Blu-ray. But fuck it. Who cares? It's disappeared now. So who cares? Um, Sony doesn't care. Nope. Do I have it here? No, I don't. Oh yeah, I do. I would pick. Um, I mean, Train to Busan. I think is the best new film. There. Yeah. Mm. For an old film, Met- Metropolis is pretty special. Box office. So we're actually recording this. I'm afraid on Sunday. Mm. Um. Oh, it's all in. Cool. We've got all the figures in. We're not. We're recording this. <laughs> <laughs> when we put it up oh jesus um all right so the top 20 films we're looking at the us uh right now um i'm not going to go into the uk figures i'm afraid so at number 20 we have jackie number 19 moonlight which is still the one i'm pissed off i didn't get to see comes out yeah. on my birthday over here so february 17th um which is really frustrating yeah. me because it means it can't be on my end of year list 18 is assassin's creed 17 manchester by the sea 16 silence can't wait to see that movie 15 is Lion, 14 is Fences, 13 is Why Him. Why not? Well, I don't know. <laughs> 12, end of, end of film. 12 is Mona, <laughs> 11, Live by Night, 10 is Passengers, 9 is Underworld, colon, Blood Wars, 8 is Sleepless, 7 is Monster Trucks, 6 is Patriot's Day, 5 is The Bye Bye Man, which is meant to be fucking awful. <laughs> then top four films. Number four, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. Number three, Sing. Oh, that's that CGI film, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. that weird CGI one. Remember, we saw a trailer for it before Rogue One, with the animals uh, all like auditioning. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I saw it. Number yeah. number two is La La Land, and the number one film with twenty. It's it's been here for four weeks. Twenty and a half months. What the hell is this film? Hidden Figures. I don't know this one. It's fucking trouncing at the box office. What? Kirsten Dunst, Kevin Costner. What? Do you know about this? Huh? How do we not know about this movie? <laughs> I've seen that poster, but I don't know about that movie. We're going to have to go look that up. So that's number one. <laughs> it's killing okay. it in America. Beating La La Land. Whoa. Well, it's well hidden. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, so there you go. Um, I am very excited to see Silence. Um, I'm going to see Manchester by the Sea, despite Katie urging that I don't and Moonlight's the one that I'm just yeah, pissed because <laughs> yeah. I can't get seen um, I think that's about it hmm. this week you guys got anything exciting going on? nope <laughs> nope Okay. No, I don't think so really? Uh, sure. yeah so I said at the top of the podcast um, on every Friday now and every Monday we have a Friday 13th podcast going up um, as we're going through the films. One went up on last Friday, one went up last Monday, have yeah. another one this Friday, 
going through all of them once mm. we get to the end of those 12 films we'll be moving straight into a nightmare on elm street so they're going to be up so it's kind of like a new little horror section that we're doing we haven't separated it off into a different podcast yet if that pisses you off let us know send us an email uh we are tessellate uh, at outlook.com uh, we are tessellate at outlook.com um but at the moment we're just pushing everything into one feed so if you subscribe mm. you're going to get all that stuff ignore the ones you don't want um the regular podcast will be back every single tuesday um, and then we have a few specials going up as well. So check them out if you want to hear our movie suggestions of 2016, our game suggestions of 2016, and what we're looking forward to in 2017. We're going to have that podcast up next week. Our lists are going to go up of our very favorite films and games of last year. Uh, they're on wearetessellate.com. So with two S's, two L's, we are Tessellate. And from there, you can branch out to all our social medias. You can see some of our films. You can listen to some of our music. You can read some of our reviews, even though that doesn't happen very often nowadays. It tends mm. to just be lists. But oh well. If you want to write reviews for us, um, send oh, us an yeah, email. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. just let us know. Yeah. Uh, we like friends. Yeah. Uh, we are a production company run out of London, run out of LA, run out of Tokyo. Tokyo. Uh, which is fine to say because it has a uh, vowel at the end. Exactly. Osaka. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, all putting, it's all coming together. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, we make movies. Uh, we just made our first movie, Starfish. We'll talk more about that on Starfish Diaries, which will go up on YouTube. Please do go to YouTube subscribe to us just type in uh we are tessellate or type in we are geeks and we'll pop up subscribe mm. uh helps us out and go on to itunes that's the most important thing go there subscribe leave a message type in we are geeks mm. turns up um and it'll really help us out we appreciate it you can follow me on all social medias and you can play video games with me if you're so inclined i'm mr al white on everything tamro ishida yeah i'm tamro ishida on everything i think yeah yeah nice yeah you know, I ain't got your tea leaf thing going anymore. You know, just Tanroshi. No, it's just Tanroshi. Well played. Yeah. Well played. Oh. Christopher Straver, how can people watch the beautiful art pieces that you make? Uh, go onto YouTube and type in Lethal Chris Drawing, and uh, it should be there. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 hope, I hope so, it's man. still there. I'm fucking horrible, unless everything went down. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for listening. We'll be back thank next you. Tuesday. Until then, we're out. Out. Gix. Gix. Gix.